Ray, what it do with the business is. It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, holla at your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me. Absolutely happy belated holidays. Welcome back in the saddle. Big Jeff and Chris Platt was holding it down for you on the end. How'd you like that show? My guys, man, triple salute to Chris Platty and Big Jeff. Appreciate you guys filling in for the kid. Absolutely. Killed it as usual. Good looking, guys. How was your holiday? Holiday was cool, minus the bomb in the view. Uh, that was wild, man. Prayers to everybody in Nashville, man. I'm glad Mom Deuce was on vacation. Yeah. That was, that was wild right there. Yeah. yeah, that shit was bananas. Knocked out everybody's cell service and shit. That shit was crazy. Like, how is it there? How is it in Nashville right now? Like, just is it eerie? Is it just business as usual? What's going on? Nah, people, everybody was kind of a, a little paranoid about it, though. Like, because uh-huh. you don't know if it's on some... Like, you don't know if it's another one finna go off or, right. you know I mean, stuff like that. And then plus people's cell phones and stuff wouldn't work. So they couldn't dial 911. They couldn't, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just wild. I mean, if you had AT&T, your mm. shit wasn't working for about two or three days. But, that's so true. that was a little strange, but, you know. I, 2020, man, that's that shit, that's straight up weirdo behavior. I guess if there is a bright side to look at it, though, man, being familiar with Nashville, that's a popular ass street to pick it and do it on that day when it's damn near deserted. Yeah. And, and not have that many casualties was a, a silver lining in a very bleak situation. So Agreed. thoughts and prayers to everybody in the Ville, man. It's Nashville strong. Absolutely, man. How was the holiday, man? It was good, man. I just got back in town from Jamaica. Jamaica mm. was crazy. It was, got some beach in my life. It was absolutely amazing. I always enjoy the people in Jamaica, man. Have you been? I have not. You got to go over there, man. The people's just so fucking dope. Like, it, it, is you know when you travel abroad, like, some people, they stank-ass attitudes when Absolutely. you're American and shit, man. But the hospitality rules in Jamaica. They go hard. I fuck with them. Yeah. That's respectable and acceptable, man. We got some good shit to talk about for the last episode of 2020. Um, hey, we're going to touch on these new uh, illegal streaming laws that a lot of people didn't know existed that just hit with this new COVID relief bill. Also, we've got an OG rapper that is warning younger rappers not to flaunt their money on social media. And we've got the On Deck Awards for 2020. Uh, we got some really dope categories, some original shit that y'all are really going to rock with. But first... Can we call it the decks? Does that, does that ring? <sighs> the fans inside. The decks. I just started it off the top of my... We're handing out the decks today. Ah, that's rough, because you one slip <laughs> of a syllable, it sounds like it goes on some other the shit. The one syllable. <laughs> the decks, man. Imagine that on the shirt. The decks of 2020. Oh, man, but first, let's take it up to Philadelphia. Mm. Meek Mill. Uh, Meek Mill has been banned from his own city by another rapper in Philly. Let me tell you why.
pound side pop uh, was offered a record deal to be on Dream Chasers for a whopping $10,000. He said, Meek, I can't do nothing with that. Meek came back, said, my bad, 20000 Pop, offended by the offer, said, Meek, you know what? You're no longer welcome in Philly. Now, Meek laughed off of this band and ended up shooting a video in Philly mocking the band. My question to you is, should Meek take this situation a little bit more seriously? Um, yes. And I say that in the sense of, I don't care about him shooting a video there. I don't care about his hashtag, big dog is going to big dog or whatever it was. Sometimes I just think that Meek Mill don't realize how famous that he is. Mm. And, and I say that like alluding to the corner boy situation with the $20, uh, the, the Drake situation and take him so long to respond. And like, people are waiting on it. I think that he's in his own world sometimes and he don't realize how famous he is. And I say that, to say like this dude, I'm, I'm not going back and forth with, with, you don't even know his name, pound dog pop. <laughs> like if I'm Meek Mill, like I did, you, 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 people will have to verify that I even made you an offer or a deal. I'm not dealing with you at all, my nigga. Like if you got a boss, if you got a manager, if you got somebody like that that I can talk to, then that's who I'm talking to. I ain't tweeting you. I ain't making no declarations that I'm going to shoot every video in Philadelphia. Now, what if scheduling shit come up? Like, what if you got a song with Drake and he like, oh, I want to shoot it in Calabasas and it got this dope look in the big dog producer and, and he like, oh, well, I mean, director. And he's like, oh, well, you know, I, I made this declaration. That I'm a big dog and I'm just, I, I got to shoot everything at Philly. Man, shut up. <laughs> like, me, Mill need to learn how to do big dog shit. Like, big dogs don't bark as much as he does. I ain't knocking him being a big dog. I ain't questioning his credibility there. Just sometimes he doesn't carry it in a way that a big dog would. And for example, here, like I said, this dude right here, as soon as he turned my deal down, like he ain't got no other conversations of talking with me. When you tell me that I'm banned from Philly, it's a nigga that I know that know you that's pulling up on you. I ain't no <laughs> tweets coming, none of that. I done talked to your boss. You get off Twitter. You ain't, you can't, you ain't, you ain't even rapping in Philly no more. As a matter of fact, I'm getting all the Philly rappers and we finna go shoot videos in the Bahamas and we leaving your bum ass to shoot in Philly, nigga. Like, you got to do big dog shit. Talk to him like a little dog. Like, I ain't going back and forth in a spat with a nigga. That's just below. Like, I'm, I'm disappointed in Meek Mill for getting into this spat with this guy. Listen, uh, I'm with you on that. However... You don't want to do too much barking at somebody that you're claiming to be lesser than you were in a, in a lesser position than where you are. You're not, you don't need to get in the mud with him because what will happen is you'll find yourself trying to prove yourself and mm -hmm. you, you're still in touch with the streets and, and then you're going to do or you're going to say something stupid and then it's going to roll it out into something bigger than what it needs to be. You laugh it off. Go shoot your videos, your regularly scheduled Calabasas video and your Jamaica video and whatever you had planned and don't make no goofy ass declarations. Move about it the exact same way you was already going to do. I don't think he needs to worry about the artist per se. But then sometimes, man, bro, there may be pound side pops, number one fan, maybe thrown off a little bit and he may do something stupid. And it, it's not going to be the artist, bro. It's going to be the person that's around him that's going to do something stupid or the person that's supporting him that's going to do something stupid and it's going to turn into something that you don't need to make it to be. The bigger story is the $10,000 deal that he allegedly offered. But what is, that's worse than the $20 he gave to the kids. What is he it's doing? It's about the same thing, though. 
Like that is disrespectful. Like to offer a nigga 10, 20. Well, actually, that's industry standard. Like 10, 000? 10 yeah, 10, 20 thousand. Like, you ain't never heard of this dude. Who is this it guy? It don't matter. Man, you know who it. is this guy to be given 20, 30 thousand or whatever he's asking for to? And I say, like, McMill can change this nigga life. Not like, with if, 10 bands. Huh? Not with 10 bands. He can't. No, no, not with 10,000. But if he's talented enough to get the attention of Meek Mill and Meek offering him 10, trying to sign with him, then the work is on you, my nigga. I ain't here to, I ain't here to, to, to give you a deal in the front end to change your life and make you this other person that like this rich motherfucker. Like you still got work to do. Like clearly we don't even know who this nigga is. And he asking for more than 10 racks. Like bro, relax. Like you got 10,000 and you now with Meek Mill. Like how is that a bad deal for you? That's terrible. How is that a bad deal for him, though? I don't know Pound, Smoke, Pop, Perp, whatever his name is. Listen, if you're already <laughs> on Meek Mill's radar, then you're probably worth more than $10 million. I mean, Yeah, $10 but don't be... Okay, cool, then don't be disrespectful. Just respectfully <laughs> decline it, my nigga. Kyle, I mean, Meek is what he is. Now you and real Philly niggas may know that he ain't stand up or whatever because he only offered you a $10,000 deal, but putting a band on it, now you look like a clown. Meek look like a clown. The whole situation looks clownish now. As opposed to you getting some money for you being a rapper, my nigga. Stay Who else offering this nigga 10000 That's what I want to know. Is there a bidding war for Pound Town Pop? <laughs> Pause that. <laughs> I don't know what he got going on. But, and I ain't even listen to his music or nothing. Maybe this will get, exactly. get some his music played. He might be dope. I, I don't know. Really? I ain't check it out. Somebody from Philly got to tell me, man. Is he hot? Is he hot in the Philly streets? Let he me know. He could be awesome. I'll tell you what. I bet if you had said... I bet if that headline had said Meek Mill signs brand new Philadelphia rap rapper, you know. would know what his music sounded like because you would have went and listened. That's true. Like you didn't give a fuck that he didn't get ten thousand dollars from Meek Mill. I didn't. I don't care, nigga. Nobody cares that you didn't get ten. Give me ten racks, nigga. Shit, pass that shit out if you're giving it away like that. But I, I think that some artists don't understand the proper steps that it go to. Like it ain't an overnight thing and some do. And as for Meek Mill and the, taking the situation serious, like I think he just, he he's shown what he does in his career. Like it ain't gonna, you ain't gonna change his, the stripes on the zebra. Yeah, fair enough, man. What's next? The next, what we got, man, is Square CEO Jack Dorsey. Jack Dorsey was seen here recently with Hove on the yacht in the Hamptons and reported that he wants to buy title from Hove. My question to you, should Jay-Z sell title to Twitter CEO co-founder Jack Dorsey? Title isn't even five years old yet. Jay bought it in 2015, or it's barely five years old, in, in the hands of Jay. Okay. He bought it for $56 million. It's the only artist-owned streaming platform. It's known for paying out a little bit more in streams uh, per stream. In 2017, he sold a third of it to Sprint for $200 million. He's already up times four. This is the fourth or fifth streaming platform he's in fourth or fifth place at best nigga i am selling nigga how much do you want oh 600 million jack yeah jack you know what if it was anybody but you i wouldn't accept that but jack since you're my guy and you've been vacationing and my wife likes you a lot he she likes your wife i'll go ahead and let you get that for these 600 you add that to them 200 and i don't turn a 56 million dollar project into 800 million 1000 percent 
sell that immediately. I'm not even saying that that's the number. I'm giving an example because I'm sure he's smacking him if he does sell it. And that's what you do. You're in fifth or sixth place. You're perceived as hot. You sell now before you, so you can cut your losses. I, I'm, I'm selling if I'm Jay. If that number is anywhere near the full 500 million, it's gone. That's respectable. From a business standpoint, you are absolutely right. The problem is that's not how it was presented by Jay-Z. The problem is it was presented as this is going to be the place that's going to make it right for artists. And nobody bought that shit. Except for the couple of people that were there for the rollout, Rihanna, the dude that had that thing on his head. I think maybe Kanye was never there. There was a lot of people there. I don't know what you're talking about. A couple of people there. It was Big it dog. wasn't as many people as Jay wanted there. And I say all of that to say, if Jay had been more clear about his intentions in the beginning, I think that he would have had more buy-in from the artists. But the whole, I'm paying you more per stream and this is going to be our uh, streaming service is bullshit. Just like the NFL needed to hire whatever it may be and then I'll take over halftime duties. Like, Jay-Z's not being clear in his messaging, and that's where some backlash is coming from in these decisions. From di business standpoints, of course, they make sense. But like Dame Dash says all the time, in the long run, you see, snake is a harsh word, but you see the business acumen of Jay-Z outweigh his social proudness that he acts like he has. And I say that to say, like, it's not a bad business deal. Absolutely sell it to Jack, but it just wasn't presented in that way in the title rollout. This was supposed to be a long-term, uh, sounded like more of a passion project as opposed to what you're saying. Buy for one, sell it for two, the hustler's way. I don't got no problem with that. I understand how that goes. It just was never presented that way when he rolled title out. Listen, the, the way that it was presented was that, yes, this would be the streaming platform for artists. And that, again, a lot of people looked at that as the rich getting richer, so they didn't really care. Uh, and I understand that that's, that's perfectly fine. However, in this day and age, when now people are all worried about their masters and everybody cares about whether you have your masters or not, Jay-Z been talking about owning this shit for a long time and back when people didn't care. Oh, man, you got Rihanna and everybody standing up here. Okay, cool. Y'all get more now. But, but then on the same end, everybody cares about people owning masters and shit. So which one is it, dude? Like, that's number one. Number two, I don't care what it was perceived at or billed as or promoted as. If somebody comes and buys it for six, seven times what it's worth, then you know what time it is, dude. Like, I don't care who you are. I don't give a shit if you Rihanna or if you just somebody that watched that stream hating it the entire time. You got to do it. And again, it all depends on the number. You're fighting an uphill battle already that you're not going to win. You're not beating Spotify. You're not being Apple. You're not being serious. You're not being any of that shit, dude. So you did a good thing. You bought something for the cheap, made it hot. You sell it when it's high. That's it. It's the end of discussion. I mean, <laughs> Jay, what are you waiting on? That's the benefit of being Jay-Z, right? Like, it ain't even hot. He's hot. Jay-Z ain't released numbers for title in five years. Like, they ain't released subscriber numbers since 2016 which it was three million and like you said that was last place right since then amazon has jumped into it spotify has up their game up so you absolutely right i don't think and i don't want anyone listening to think that hey man he shouldn't have did this he should have been there and waved the black power flag hell no nah, nigga sell that shit 
Let Jack figure it out. Uh, That's a fact. Go buy something else. Yeah, just go buy something else. It just wasn't presented in that way in the beginning. And I think that's, again, why he had skepticism from artists who didn't get down with it. Like, I, I do remember the conversation being a lot of people were skeptical of signing on to be ownership. But if Jay had presented them like, look, man, I'm going I'm to make this shit do what it do. I ain't, re- I ain't reporting no numbers. I'm just going to let them think that we're doing it over here and somebody going to come by in a couple of years. You got a lot more buy-in on the front end as opposed to saying, hey, this is for you. We're going to pay you more per stream. Hey, shut up. Should Jay, because we got word of this before we hopped on that mm-hmm. he and Baron Davis and a couple of others are in talks Jay-Z? to buy. No, 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 no. You said it's a Jay. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to get to that. Oh, okay. P and J, P, I'm sorry, if I did, I misspoke. Mm-hmm. Before we hopped on, P and Baron Davis were in talks uh, with many others in talks to buy Reebok, mm. $2.4 billion. Mm. If Would you advise Jay to sell title and buy Reebok? Even though Reebok is struggling as well. <laughs> but if you make it hot, it'll uh, be worth way more than what it is now. That's tough because, I mean, your competitors are so far ahead, so it would almost be like you taking the same endeavor on when you did with Title. Like, you're so far behind Nike and you're so far behind Adidas. Yeah. And this ain't no slight or hate or anything. I love Master P, but if I'm Jay-Z, I'm not going into business. I'm not buying Reebok with Master P and Baron Davis. Why I'm not? not? I'm not doing that. That's what, see, that's why we can't grow. Why, no, why we can't get three big dogs in a room to cop some? What do we well, do? Well, first, first off, I don't want Master P to be the face of Reebok. Like, he shouldn't want that. Like he's, <laughs> <laughs> I've said this before when we talked about the other stuff, the noodles and all that shit. Like, P need to fucking fall back, dude. Like, I could imagine how it's going to look if he buys Reebok and becomes the face of it, dude. And I don't want to see that. Like, I would rather, I would rather, rather Jay Z bid against him just because it'll look like it'll look better, man. It'll be more like culture impactful. Like, P, fam, I've seen them Mignotti's, dude. Like, I've seen Master P's designs, and, and he ain't got it, man. And, and nor do I feel like he will hire the right people to get it right. That would be my biggest fear. Like, Master P is a great marketer, he can do that. But I and Baron Davis can tell a great story. He he's a good director. So if you have those creative aspects to it, it would definitely be an up in the brand. But I don't want neither one of them niggas as the face. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm, I ain't trying to see Master P on Reebok commercials, bro. You not either. Though. You know that. I'm putting it out here. If P buys Reebok, is Reebok's all 2021? Let's be very you clear. Yeah, you lying. You ain't buy them Mignottis. Absolutely not. <laughs> but. Why? If you ain't even eating the noodles, nigga, you're not even eating the noodles, you ain't eating the grits. I want the cereal. You ain't buy the syrup. I like, eat the cereal. None of that. I eat the syrup. I ain't eating the grits. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I ain't shit. supporting none of Uncle P Vision, nigga. You ain't gonna support Reebok. <laughs> hey man, moving on, man. Uh, MC8, OG West Coast MC8. Uh, had a couple of words uh, when speaking to rap blog Hip Hop DX, warning younger rappers that they should stop flaunting their wealth because it alienates their fan base. He says a lot of people are out here hurting right now and seeing your favorite rapper buy Bentley trucks for their birthday or getting <laughs> or their celebrity girls buying them two <laughs> and three whips for their birthday and going to the ice shop and getting iced up. 
it, it doesn't it doesn't connect with your audience. My question: Does this make sense, or is MCA simply out of touch? Two two things can be right. This makes sense, and this nigga is supremely out of touch. <laughs> the magnificent thing about where we are in today's society is you got a choice of what you want to look at. You want your Instagram style, you want Twitter style, Facebook style, however you want to get that information, you can get it all in the same place. It's just different presentations. Seems like this nigga got on the wrong Instagram feed and got mad. Like, and that's on him. That ain't on the niggas is getting Bentleys for Christmas and big dog Richard Milley watches and all of it. Like, that's not on them that they're putting that on Instagram. That's on you for watching it, nigga. (laughs) <laughs> and to say that it alienates his fans, I would say to big bag gangster MCA, and I'm not being facetious at all when I say that he legit is like real deal about their life. Facts. How much did you alienate your fans talking about gangster shit? Mm. Like everybody that listened to him ain't killed nobody. They ain't gang banging. They ain't uh, straight up menaces, but they still fucked with his music. It's entertainment, dude. That's just a part of entertainment. You MCA just ain't the nigga that's doing it right now. And when you were doing it, it was just another form of it and gangster shit, like street shit. And I mean, you saw that. People bought into it. It weren't gangsters and weren't street niggas. So if broke people want to live vicariously through Cardi B getting $80,000 bags and little baby getting Bentley trucks from his baby mama, then I'm clapping for him. I don't want to see this shit, but it's people that love that. Yeah, yeah, you said it. And I think MCA is just feeling some type of way because he came up in the wrong era of hip hop. <laughs> because if he came up in this era, he'd been doing the same goddamn thing. Yeah. Uh, the money is different now. It, go on YouTube, search for any jewelry store in Houston or New York, and you'll see rappers that you've never heard of dropping dumb bags <laughs> on jewelry. Sauce Walker, <laughs> Sauce Walker was just in somewhere talking about he spent half a million dollars on the chain. Nigga, Sauce Walker, and I ain't hating. But goddamn, he spent five hundred thousand on the chain. Shit, he spent two fifty. He got a diamond implanted on his face. He spent two fifty for that. Goodness, Christ. allegedly. See so that? look, I, that's I, Sauce I Walker. It. Now niggas listening to us like who? Who no, is that? No, they may not say who. You may not can name a song, but the majority know of the people listening song. do not know who Sauce Walker is. And he spent between you and I just naming two different clips. $750,000 on jewelry, nigga. On two pieces. Come on, MCA. Get with the program, bro. You can, you could get big eyes too, bro. Listen, it, you can. It's all, it's all about, and then plus it's all about who's watching. Uh, a lot of people say this about Floyd. When Floyd takes a picture on a jet with 60, 70 racks in front of him, that annoys half of people, and the other half, it motivates it's just all about what side of the fence you fall on. And clearly, MCA is annoyed by shit like that. So I, I get it. I think his heart was in the right place. Because it's true. Unemployment rate is nuts. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people are hurting right now. A lot of people are hurting. But, bro, so, that can't stop, that, that can't stop the show, bro. As, These ain't being tagged as motivational posts anymore? Because I know at one point, all of this stuff was supposed to be motivational purposes only. Nah, I think That's niggas just shaking it on niggas now. Fuck it. Like, fuck it. The baby, I seen him in the jewelry store dropping 50, 60, 70 on chains, nigga. Like, it wasn't nothing. Didn't he get like a Ferrari and a Bentley for just for Christmas just now? His girl got him two whips. Now, he got him an old school. Huh? She got him an old school and a new school joint. So, had you heard of her before? You know who that is? Yeah, I know who that is. 
I don't even know who she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she's buying, that's a million in cars right there. <laughs> like, nigga, what is MCA talking about, my nigga? You need to get up off the couch, bro. Get in the game, my nigga. You can get there. I promise you, it's a bag out there for MCA somewhere. That nigga's, that's crazy to me. <laughs> but yeah, like you, it, that, it, that, and that's a part of it now. Just like, it's, it's another, like, just like the different, like, trap music became a part of what rap was. This is a part of rap. Now, it's part of entertainment, putting on for the Instagram or IGs and shit like that. Like, that's a part of being a rapper now. Like, you can't even be a rapper without having that type of presence, man. If you ain't if you ain't got the money phone up to you. Like, if you were a rapper right now and you don't go down your Instagram and you ain't got the money phone on your end, like the ice and the tight pants with them big ugly-ass shoes on and the bubble jacket with the down feather jacket. Like, I don't even, I ain't sure if you're a rapper if you're under 30. That's the and kit. You gotta have all of the kit. That's the kit, nigga. All day. Next, man, what we got is just recently the stimulus bill was passed. Donald Trump, your man's acted like he wasn't going to sign it unless we got them two racks, but he finally passed it. Hidden in that bill, felony charges are looming for people who decide to stream in abundance. Mm -hmm. My question to you, is this something that we should be worried about in hip hop? I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, and you want to talk about hidden. This is deep down on page 2,640 of the damn stimulus bill. I'm not even sure how anybody caught this, but there is the Protecting Lawful Streaming Act <laughs> was pushes, pushes for penalties for illegally streaming copyrighted material, minimum of two years, up to 10 years in jail. I feel like things like this have been out before and nobody gave a shit then. <laughs> the only people they went after was if you own Napster <laughs> and you were streaming millions and millions of songs. If that's not right. you, you should be cool. Go ahead and keep your fire sticks. <laughs> and if you're still uh, if, if you're still illegally downloading music, which I don't know anybody, just number one, just cough them $10 up and get Apple Music, dude. Just get Apple Music. $9.95, bro. <laughs> Nine ninety nine, bro. Like, if you're a student, you can get it for like six. Just go ahead. Like Seven ninety nine, like titles, like nine, like yeah. Just skip crazy. Starbucks for a day or two, bro, and just put them ten on a streaming site. Fuck it, it's not worth it. Keep it moving. But no, uh, if this is a big little or no deal, it's a no deal, man. They they make one. I feel like they make one of these laws once every four or five years, and nobody you'll see in the news one situation where somebody will get arrested or something. It'll be one motherfucker, bro, just to let you know that the bill is real to scare everybody else. But nobody gives a shit, dog. Real talk. We ain't got nothing to worry about. I agree. Uh, the senator passed his bills from North Carolina. He reports that I think the economy loses about $60 billion from these illegal streams on wow. a uh, yearly basis. What he claims. And then last year in Nevada, uh, to give you an example of who they would be looking for, they caught these two guys. One of them ran a site called Jetflix. And one of them ran a site called iStream Everything. And essentially how these sites work is they run a 24-hour stream of Netflix shows or Hulu, uh, and they just stream the fucking content on their website, and people pay them to log into their website instead of just getting the fucking Hulu or Netflix. Have no idea why that works, but it does. It said they made millions of dollars doing it before they were caught by Las Vegas PD. Uh, like you said, unless you're doing that stupid shit, then <laughs> you ain't got nothing to worry about. You can still download your songs. You can still do all the streaming that you would uh, normally do. Um, yeah. I think the, the big thing with the takeaway here is those bills that get passed and the headlines and then the stuff that is 
50 to 60 pages deep in it. And um, all those good YouTube pages out there that break the shit down and not let shit slide by nowadays. Yeah. Uh, I do like how abreast people are of all the stuff that are going on. What's your man's name that you listen to? Man, my guy Brian Kim on YouTube. Yeah. That's my guy. Y'all check him out. There's a lot of good YouTube pages, a lot of good Instagram followers to like tell you what money you can get from these bills being passed. It's a $10,000 new uh, loan for small businesses in the new one. Uh, the information is going to hit the website, I think, later this week. Yep. Uh, so keep your eyes out about what you can get from this bill as well. I agree. I agree, man. Keep your head on the swivel. It's a lot of shit hitting in there. Some shit like this and some useful stuff too, man. Get you some paper. And just a, for the starting point, just Google Small Business Association in your area. That, you that should have some links and that'll tell you where to go to for the loans and the new stuff to come out. Uh, or Google the new packet and small business and you should get some stuff to click on too. Absolutely, man. Um, hey, listen, that's a wrap for the quick hits, but we got a very dope topic our annual decks out man i think we did yeah <laughs> i'm and gonna say on decks. deck awards feel free to say whatever you want to call them um but man it's our annual end of the year extravaganza the on deck awards we've got a, a couple of very dope categories here we may pick the same winner we got nominees and shit but we may pick the same winner we may differ on a couple of these um but we keep it simple i'm going to name the award you give us the um nominees please and thank you first and foremost we knew 2020 was going to be crazy and uh, a couple of people let us down this year man some people just couldn't quite get it together this is the pandemic p award who got their paul george on in 2020 going three for 18 in a game seven who give me the nominees please drum roll please the pandemic p aka some of these awards gonna have aka's aka the luther curl award you know they just didn't quite wouldn't just that award and the nominees are kendrick lamar no album in 2020 meek mill aforementioned numerous fuck-ups in 2020 <laughs> push a t went silent after body and drake in 2020 oh my god kanye west where do we begin with his 2020? Jay Electronica put out that bullshit with Jay-Z. <laughs> Big Sean, whose Detroit 2 album didn't quite hit the mark on the On Deck platform. Um, all right, this is easy for me. This is easy. I'll, I'll yeah. shoot Kendrick some bail because he was expected on to Kendrick have- all year. Yeah, no, no. He was expected to have a 2020, I mean, a big 2020, but the COVID fucked it up. And he's a big artist who plans things months in advance. So I let him slide because he had some plan. Mm. Um, Meek, yeah, I, I, you know, he, he didn't fuck up enough. Kanye ran for president, wasted a lot of our time with that. But he also had big dog business deals with Gap and shit. Jay Alec dropped an album that was, it was okay. It wasn't as bad as people say. And I, and I like Big Sean Six albums. People waited for that album. People yeah. waited. Um, 60, 16 years, excuse me. Yeah, but it, it got Grammy nominated, so it, it made some way. I can't say it didn't make no waves, and there's some heat on Jay-Z's there, too. on there, 80% of it. That leaves Thornton, what's his name? Terrence Thornton, a.k.a. Pusha T, who not only didn't drop an album this year, 
He didn't drop a song or a feature. Where in the fuck has Pusha T been at, dude? We're waiting on this. Oh, Pharrell's producing my entire album. No, wait. Kanye's producing my entire album. No, wait. Kanye and Pharrell are producing my entire... Cool. Where is that, bro? There's there's no excuse for Pusha T not to drop during these times. He is not a world global tour act. So he doesn't have to worry about the fact that we can't go and do that. It's inexcusable for Pusha T not to drop no heat this year. Pusha T gets my Pandemic P award. Thank you, uh, Playoff P, Playoff T, going three for 18 in the closeout game. Thank you. You've been waiting to say that all year. Sorry, we only heard Pusha T name when he mentioned Drake. You were actually praying that he didn't drop so you could say that all year. He deserves this. The real winner of this award is Big Sean. Me personally, I predicted Big Sean would drop a blueprint style album this year and this would take his career to the next level. And he would seriously be put in a conversation with Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole and Drake as the top three rappers in the game. And we extended to four. None of that happened. None of that was going to happen. album at Detroit 2 was mid. It was good. Mid pack is what what he gave us this year, man. So I got to get this award to Big Sean. That's hate. Let me down, man. He let me down. I had big dreams for you this year, Big Sean. Let me down, That's why you don't expect nothing from people, man. They're going to let you down every time. Except Big Sean. You expect (laughs) shit from Big Sean. That nigga had his zen right. Had him a bad chick in his corner, and the nigga dropped a flop album. Next up, man, second category. This is the uh, one more chance, low key like a midget locksmith. Uh, this is what project did people sleep on or kind of went under the radar that they should revisit, man. Who are the nominees for the one more chance award? Uh, nominees are Shay Noir, which had an awesome album this year, made my top. Three, T Grizzly, smartest in the room, payroll, spirit of a boss, Don Tolliver, heaven or hell, and Slim Thug Killer Keon down in Texas. Good sleeper projects right here. Number one. Yeah. Um, if I had to choose one, I'm gonna go Don Tolliver, heaven or hell. He had a breakout scene stealing um cameo on the jack boys that came out last december with travis scott he is actually signed to travis scott cactus jack and he dropped the album earlier this year right before the pandemic hit that heaven or hell is fire and i actually felt bad for him because he a young he a young boy out of houston and he had plenty of bangers on there that i thought were going to go for the summer Unfortunately, we didn't go anywhere for the summer, so you they didn't ring off um, like they, I think they would have if it wasn't for the pandemic. So I got to go Don, Don Tolliver, very dope album, very talented artist, got a lot of promise ahead of him. Little known black history fact, you remember the song, Look at the Flickety Wrist? That was Cheddar the Connect. The Connect. He's his... <laughs> Cheddar the Connect is Don Tolliver's manager? Yeah. Oh, wow. Exactly. That's what he's been up to. If anybody was wondering, whatever happened to the flick of the wrist, dude, he's managing Don Tolliver and he's got a star on his hands. Matter of fact, he's on a song right now um, called Lemonade with the Internet that is that is getting buzzed. Dude voices. So is unique, man. He, he got them hooks for days like he's going to be popping. I, I, y'all revisit that heaven or hell is banging. I will have to take a listen to that again. So Cheddar the Connect also has a song with somebody. Cheddar the Connect. He had that one record. 
He need that Don Toliver feature immediately. Man, I have a different one from you on this one too. This is another one where we differ here. Um, T Grizzly, smartest in the room project, man. Mm. I found this project to be surprisingly uh, better than average. I'm not a big T Grizzly fan uh, in the slightest, but what I found is Detroit man made a strong push this year as far as um, everything that they did and all the artists that came out of there. And I enjoyed most of the music that came from If you didn't listen to this T Grizzly, you thought it was over for him for his first day out, he kind of fizzled out. I recommend you take a listen to this project. I promise you're going to be in, enjoy. You're going to enjoy it. Mm, yeah. No, nah, I like, I like that T Grizzly. It's cool. Uh, I always listen, listen to his projects. I can always pull four or five off of his projects. Mm-hmm. I like them. I like his energy. Uh, don't sleep on that Slim Thug and Killer Killian too. That I know. I know the Slim Thug album that y'all you talk about. You and Jeff. That Thug yeah, Life. That's that that's banging too. But this one though, mm-hmm. they got some shit on there. It's called Down really? in Texas. Y'all make sure y'all check that out too. That's banging. If you especially if you fuck with that other Slim Thug joint, which is banging too. Hmm. Uh, but check that out because Killer he rap better than Slim Thug. So it's dope. Does he? Yeah, he be spitting. Don't do Slim Thug like it though. Nah, Slim Thug dope too, but he frying him though. What's the next, next award? Next award, man. This goes to the best feature artist of the year. We're calling this the 09 Little Wayne Award. Y'all mm-hmm. remember in 09? 09, Wayne, what did he do? 77 features. They had a cover that had 77 of the best Wayne features. He was on the fucking killing spree. Embodied all of them. I don't think it was one bad one. It may have been one bad feature out of 77. Maybe one throwaway, Max. Maybe. So we've got the nominees for the 09 Little Wayne Award. I'm going to read the nominees so then you can give me who you got first. Okay. I've got Benny the Butcher, Conway, Freddie Gibbs, and my boy, the baby. Who do you got for the best feature artist of 2020? This guy continues to rack up and on deck in 2020. He had a strong year, man, and I got to go with Freddie Gibbs. Everything that I heard him on, he was right on pace for being Freddie Gibbs and that guy that grew into, like I said, a rap superstar this year. Uh, so Freddie Gibbs was body in everything. I can't think of one particular feature, but I, I do, just like I said, remember him bodying everything. Did you have a particular verse? Yeah, because um, you know, are you, are you gonna cry in this Honda or this Maybach? What did he say on <laughs> on the um, Benny the Butcher? Yep. Uh, that shit, in this yeah, yeah, that shit was fire. And the um, he he was just he was just on point this year. And I I, I got to give it to Gangsta Gibbs too. That's my guy. We talked about this. Uh, he was your person of the year. He separated himself from the pack. He was the go-to feature artist. Benny was close, though. Benny was on his heels. Benny was close. He was on his heels because he's been doing this thing on a feature tip as well. But I am going Freddie Gibbs also. Um, y'all make sure to revisit that one-way flight with Benny. Uh, fire Freddie Gibbs verse. Fire Freddie, Freddie Gibbs, Gibbs verse and Hook off. for that, man. He got kicked off Instagram this week. Did you see that? I saw that, man. End of an era right there. End of an era, guys. Bring, bring back. What was he Gibbs. doing on there? You follow him, didn't you? Absolutely. How he get kicked off? What was he doing? His stories be wild, man. He be doing a lot of wild shit in his story. He, he, he take a lot of clips, just crazy clips, and be reposting them. You know how a lot of people get down like that. They take the crazy clips, repost them, and put their little spin on it, you know. Ah, so okay. He be shucking it out. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Gotcha. Free Gibbs. All right, man. Next up. Next award. Now, this one we're calling the COVID-19 award, slash if it wasn't for covid which song would have been a smash if we weren't in a damn pandemic and people couldn't go outside? Um, what the nominees are, man. 
For this, we have Nas, Spicy. Mm. We got 2 chains and Lil Wayne, the moneymaker. Yep. We got Gunna and Young Thug, Dollars on My Head. And we got T.I. featuring Young Thug, Ring. Young Thug being featured on here twice is nasty. That's number That's one. Thugger, thugger. Ooh. I, I'm going to go, and this is going to sound weird, but I'm going to go Nas, Spicy with ASAP Ferg and Fabio Foreign. That yeah. beat is hard. Hit boy, lace mm-hmm. Nas. We've been sitting here for years like, can Nas, can you please get some beats? Please, for me, one time, get some beats. He finally got some beats. He finally got a single on his hands, and this song would have went up if it was not for COVID. This would have been in every lounge, club, strip club, north, what? south, east, and west. This song is banging. My girl cannot stand Nas's music. And she heard this and was like, oh, no, this is banging right here. I was like, yeah, it is. If he would have just took off Fabio Foreign because he wasn't talking about shit on there and put on somebody from New York that would have ripped it, it, it that might have also helped. But I'm going to go Nas was spicy. He finally had a banger on his hands and COVID hit. Damn. Go figure. I, I'm going to steal this from Nori. You got to relax. First of all, there's never been a Nas song ever that went up. So it didn't matter if it was COVID or not. I get to put my Nas heel hat back on. I've been giving him a lot of praise and props here, but you just put him out there on the in the wind. Like, this song is cool, but again, it is Nas. It's not being played in any lounges, strip clubs, clubs. You might get it in an old school party. Oh my god! Get it at the kickback with people our age. Your wife is our age. I know she's a lovely woman, but she's still our age, and that nods would hit to her. So, with that being said, the real answer to this is that Gunner and Young Thug. That song is banging, though. I ain't gonna lie. The only thing that's stopping Gunner is a pandemic. Like he did slow down a little bit during this time, but just just because he ain't been able to get out there. As I mean, he was on his way to where little baby is now. Like with his presence being out there touring on the road with Lil Baby and COVID put an abrupt stop to that. And I think this song was going to go up. He's going to have another strong year behind it. But I, I ain't seen him since he was smoking that, that CO2 thing. <laughs> I, I hope you all right. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I ain't going to lie. I can't stand Gunner and I can't stand Young Thug, but this song that's is banging, bang. though. That, that song bang. That shit goes That would have been the one you heard at the day parties and turkey leg huts in Houston and Miami walking down Collins. That, that would have been that motherfucker that you heard right there. I, I can't argue with that, except the Nas would have been going up harder than that, though. I'm sorry. In New York. Uh. In Queens. <laughs> at Nas building, not the block party. <laughs> Number five, man. We got the Diddy P. Suge Dame Award. Mm, this is like basically that. the coach of the year. What Which executive called the best plays in 2020? I'll read them off. You let me know who you have. We've got Coach K and P from QC. Mm. We've got J. Cole and Ibrahim from Dreamville. We got Jay-Z from Rock Nation. And we've got Top Dog and Punch from TDE. Which of these coaches you think called the right plays in 2020? Um, I gotta go with Coach K and P, man. They ran away with it. Uh, they between the city girls, I think they managed Meg. Cardi was still doing her Cardi. thing. You didn't get anything from Migos, and they didn't miss a beat. Little baby, I think Gunner, uh, all like the, the associations and the people, uh, Rallo Rodriguez, him. Like, this is so many, even young cats that I don't even know their names that 
the uh, QC label has the imprint with, whether it be management or be releasing the music. I love what P and uh, Coach K doing over there. Like, yeah, I don't think it can be disputed, especially this year. It was a down year. TD is on a two-year cycle where they put everything out last year. The only shit that they dropped was a reason. Uh, I mean, Rock Nation going to do what Rock Nation does. They just haven't impacted the culture as much, I think, as QC has. And Dreamville did their thing this year, just as not as much as QC. I and I don't want to say Coach K and P, but they got sued by the Migos, by their own artists. And their biggest artists are Migos. When you get sued by your biggest act, that's not the best of years, even they though they did cook, heat. though. And, and they also expanded their, their sports division, too. We just saw Alvin Kamara. <laughs> Six touchdowns on Christmas. Six touchdowns with the QC chain on. Mm. Um, so that, that definitely plays a, a part. But for this particular one, I'm going to go J. Cole and Ibrahim, which is his business partner. I'm going to go Dreamville. Uh, they took a step back with the Dreamville Festival, had to cancel that. However, they made another pivot starting Dreamville Media. And I thought that was huge. So that they got deals with, you know, they've got things they've done with HBO in the past and, and, and whatnot. And then I think J. Cole did enough on the music side to keep himself relevant, uh, whether it's dropping the snow on the bluff and engaging in a quote-unquote beef, um, you know, out here in these streets. But And then he dropped the two-piece joint, which was also fire as hell. So he did just enough on the music tip to stay relevant. Dreamville pivoted because they couldn't do the festival. That's coming up. Don't even worry about it. But they, they pivoted on the media side of things. And so they're going to get to cooking with the content. That's a dope play. I'm, lo I'm loving those two plays from them. Now, all we need is Cole to drop that album uh, before midnight, uh, January 1. And that'll really days. go down. <laughs> he got three days to drop that album. And that will push them over for me. <laughs> I mean, Dreamville has had a strong year because wasn't that Revenge of the Was that Revenge of the Dreamers? That was last year, right? That that was last year, but they re-released it though. Okay. And they were nominated for the Grammy this year, so. Okay, I mean, yeah, I can't knock. The, yeah, they had a strong year. There's no wrong answer between either one of those two. I don't think. Between the I coach agree. Two. Next up, now we talked about the coach of the year who was cooking. Now we got to talk about who couldn't get right, man. Who's on the hot seat? Which artist is career is on the verge of being over? Um. <laughs> This category is nuts. We've got French Montana, Takashi 69, the YBN crew, or Young MA. Damn. The easy answer there is 69. So I'm gonna go with that. But I can make an argument for whoever you want to on this. <laughs> I promise you I can. With well, with the exception of French, you just hating on French. You added that on there. That ain't he he French didn't do his thing. His hip hop career is over. His career is being an artist and an entertainer. Like French Montana gonna be a nigga that's like uh what's the guy's name? Frank Sinatra. French oh Montana gonna be in, he gonna be in Vegas doing voiceovers when he by 16. <laughs> uh, he gonna be doing that in Vegas. He's gonna be famous for it. He's gonna be hot for a really, really long time. Cause he got big ass records. So I, I can't knock him and say his career gonna be over. But everybody else on this list, man, I'm picking all of them. It's <laughs> over for six nine. Why being Corday gone? So it's over for that. And Young and May, like, I think that she has a she she's doing the pornos. Yeah. I may or may not have seen one. It may or may not have been good. But for his rap, wow. no, nah, she ain't doing them herself. She's just directing. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'd okay. send you a link. Send you out a link for that. But yeah, uh, no, I'm good. Um, <laughs> good on that. The low hanging fruit is Takashi, and that's that's what I'm gonna pick. <laughs> it's too right. easy. He's done. Hopefully, too. Yeah, hopefully exactly. Hopefully fade out into obscurity and nobody even fucking 
realizes it. The, the the antics and shit didn't work. Nobody cared. The singles didn't work. Nobody cared. When you ain't got the streaming farms popping, all of a sudden your shit's not hitting Billboard no more. Shocker. Nobody cared. Um, I, I watched the documentary on on Hulu because it's a train wreck, and you know, so train wrecks are interesting to watch. But he's done. He's cooked. Everybody wondered, could he come back out and still have a career? He could come back out. He just wouldn't have a career because you can't do press. Nobody wants to talk to you. He had to do a shade room interview because nobody else would interview him. Too. Nobody. So he had to do shade. It's a rap. So Reynolds rap, his album flopped. I don't even know the name of it. Nobody does. Nobody's heard it. Nobody cares. Hopefully this is the end, but he is easily number one on that list. Although I could argue for all of them. Slick could be a four-way tie. French Montana smoked. How did you? You ain't no French Montana. He just had it. Didn't him and Jim Jones just reconnected. That's a but big what? deal in the book. Nobody cares, bro, outside of Harlem. <laughs> ain't no Bronx. Whatever. They just, they just had a video out. It was people outside and shit. Look outside like of two of the five boroughs, nobody cares. Too. Uh, all right. Next oh, up. Funny. Now, on the flip side, we talked about who ice cold and who out of there. There's a couple of people who were hot before p- the COVID pandemic remained hot and maybe even slick got hotter. This was the Pfizer. They got the vaccination early. They weren't affected. They got that Moderna early. <laughs> they weren't affected by this. <laughs> so they didn't miss a beat award. Who's some of the nominees? The nominees are Lil Baby, aforementioned with QC and My Turn, Travis Scott. I mean, where wasn't he this year? McDonald's, PlayStation 5, Meg The Stallion, probably the biggest story in hip hop this year. And she yeah. didn't miss a beat with that. The Baby. I mean, he does what the baby does. And 21 Savage. After the whole deportation, that deportation thing, he came out with an album. He's been killing it on Clubhouse. He's reaffirmed his position. Who you this got? This is an easy call. Who is it? It's clearly Travis Scott. Listen, uh, PlayStation, McDonald's, those are two of the biggest brands was on one Earth. Thing, wasn't it? Huh? He tried to tie himself into the undoing, the biggest TV show. <laughs> He was talking, he was tweeting about that. He tweeted about the undoing, which I'm sure came from a check from HBO. Uh, the Fortnite concert he did earlier this bro. He's all his shoes sell out immediately. He has been cooking. He even had the lead single for Tenet, the, the Christopher Nolan movie, mm. which was probably one of the biggest movies of the year. He has been cooking with hot grease, nigga. He shot the video at Jordan House. Like, man, come on, dude. Like, what? Those are big boy plays. I got to give it to him. Travis Scott not only stayed hot, he might have even got his profile out there even more, which I didn't even think was possible because you're dating a a damn Kardashian slash Jenner. So I got to go Travis Scott, although I respect what little baby has done. And and Megan Thee Stallion, too. She remained hot, too. Megan Thee Stallion remained hot through, uh, through some adversity, because she backed it up with records and stuff. So she got the body, yadi, yadi, people doing the challenge and shit. So she had hot records and not just, oh, I'm the girl who got shot allegedly by Tory mm-hmm. Lanez and just, you know, laid into that. She actually had records to go with it. So Facts. it's still Travis Scott, though. Who you got? Um, I'm going to agree with you, Travis Scott. McDonald's, yeah. PlayStation 5, everything that you just said. Like, Travis Scott is the biggest artist for people of a certain age group. I don't think anyone else can say it. Well, 20, well... No, under 30 is Travis Scott. Ain't no question. Well, I'm saying there's a teenage, like older teen group that probably prefers Lil Baby. That's fair. Uh, under that, like middle teen group that prefers Lil Baby, like middle teen, early 20s, everybody else, Travis Scott. 
Yeah. Uh, and that's what I'm talking about maybe from like nine to <laughs> eighteen. Like they like my my little godson just came for Christmas, nigga. He had the Travis, got him a Travis Scott shoes. That's his favorite artist. He got his hair like Travis Scott. Yeah. Uh, like Travis Scott is that dude. That's a thing. <clears throat> so I can't. That's undeniable. He's a force to be reckoned with. I can't wait to see what's in the future for him, too. Agreed. Agreed. Now next up, man, verse of the year. All right. Now there's mm. a lot of hot verses this year, man. So this is gonna be good. Um, and I know we've probably got our personal favorites. Yeah. But um, we've got some nominees still, though. Uh, Lil Baby, My Turn, second verse, let's be clear. Conway, Forever Dropping Tears, fire. Met the Man, Lemon, fire. Uh, Tyler, the Creator, Something to Rap About, fire. And Game, On This Way, also fire. What is your verse of the year? And we will play these verses of the year, too, just to refresh everybody's memory who is not, uh, who doesn't remember. So what do you got? Um, I'm definitely going to go with and I gave this verse praise and continuing the Freddie Gibbs love. This was on the Freddie Gibbs album. It was that um, title to create or something to rap about. Mm. I'm not a big Tyler fan if I would consider myself a fan at all. Uh, but this verse, he did it. He did it. He did his thing. It was perfect for the song, like the cadence, everything. He nailed it. I think it was a 10 out of 10 as far as verses. Nell is in the coffin. Freddie sent me this shit. This sound like the boat I haven't bought yet. This sound like the moment I jump off it. Sunshine and cold water filling in my pockets. This lake water better than the faucet I grew up with. We hold our breath like grudges till we nauseous. We hop out, let the sun dry us like raisins. And get dressed in some Gucci or Caution, it's amazing. We look like polo ads, but skin is darkened. I gotta move cautious, cause niggas malicious. They come from the trenches. I used to be a goblin under them bridges. Now I'm a businessman. I started getting moolah as young, and now I got bigger hands. I hold them if I got too much on me. I know my niggas can. I keep my circle tight like tops. Nothing corn, no crops. You messy and get cleaned up with the mop. I went to school and I ain't miss it a lot. So I could be around niggas like you and learn how to keep my distance. I cut some niggas off off some hater shit niggas said to me. RIPTs, cause these motherfuckers is dead to me. Nella's in the coffin. Murder, murder. I'm sick of y'all niggas and I ain't coughing. I know me, y'all often. Anxious, lost in y'all thoughts and I don't relate. So keep that energy away from me. Don't blame me, cause you ain't got it figured out. You ain't got the bigger house. The jig is up. You jealous dog. My half along. I pick it out like cotton on some basics. Shit is off. We ain't adjacent. I'm. Grounded like the pavement, we ain't linking like the bracelet, bro. Better get your wrist and hold on the thoughts you get and go the fuck away, cause niggas get they faces broke. I just got a thumbs up and niggas go like, good job. You better find a shoe store and get your soul. Get it quick, slip it on, and I'll be a Mykonos. Lemonade, sipping slow, jumping in the water off that boat I haven't bought yet. Yeah, now Tyler Creator ripped that. He did his thing, and I'm not the biggest Tyler Creator fan either, especially when he raps. However, I think that worked, though. Yeah. It just worked. I don't know what else to say. I get to him. My boy Freddie Gibbs brings the best out of everyone. That's basically what happens. I'm not sure that's true. Uh, my verse of the year is more of a sleeper one. I got to go game. Joiner Lucas album, I gave it props. Um, Evolution was the name of the album. Game has a verse on there. People actually have to way. hear the verse, though, right? And yes. No one, uh, no one heard this, but you, Jordan Lucas, and Gang. Correct? Yes, probably so. <laughs> Which is why I have to play it. 
If it ain't black on, I'm probably gonna use it to chop crack on. Hard white for all them hard nights I had my back on. Roach infested carpet, tiptoe in my mother's room, see a dresser and felt no pressure when taking a 20 off it. Compton like a closed coffin, we walk in the school coffin. Often high off the gun smoke, Boston had at the front door. Cooking class, I'm J-Hove, rock it up on they stole. Me and my teacher going back and forth like no name in J. Cole. You said I would never be what? I wouldn't amount to what? Now you in this Trader Joe's, same line saying what's up? Talking about how you like my songs, not knowing it was me. Security had me in that headlock and I told you I couldn't breathe. Now it's Black Lives Matter and white letters on your shirt. Now, how many black lives did you help or did you hurt? Did you handicap, block, push to excel or did you hinder? Since hindsight's 2020, I guess you don't remember. Now you with your mixed child, having all these mixed feelings. But do your black husband know you tried to burn down our village? But never mind, front of line, that's for y'all to figure out. Just know that boy who wasn't shit bailed all his niggas out. And it's my black queen, I kiss her on her black lips. And she rock off white, cause she support black shit. And I'm blacker than a Stiller helmet or a Spike Lee flick. Black like the pick, stuck in the Afro or Kaepernick. Game murdered this. This was his only appearance all 2020 to my knowledge. Game was pretty low key this year, but this verse is fire. I get to him. He killed it. Verse of the year. I, I said it when I heard it. I said, oh, he bodied this. It, it got everything. He's telling a story on there. He's, he's also name dropping. You know, we, we know that. Shocker. Yeah, I know. Shocker. Not game. Um, but it's a fire-ass verse, man. Again, we just played it. Check it out. Sleeper verse. He killed it. I, even though I fuck with everybody else on this list, though. Conway murdered that forever dropping tears. It absolutely murdered that. And meth killed that shit, too. Um, totally. All right. Last one. We already know one of the most popular sayings in 2020. It's the blank for me. So, hey, we got the It's the Blank For Me Award. And this is basically the thing uh, during this 2020 that's going to stick with you past January 1, 2021. Uh, it was the what for you? It's the blank. What do we got, man? It's the virtual performances for me. BT Hip Hop Awards. I think the Grammys and other different genres did the virtual performance and did them quite well. It's the social consciousness for me with everything that happened in 2020. A lot of artists spoke out, helped, gave back, dropped songs. I think that was really, really cool. Or it's the MCA's gonna hate this one. Uh-oh. Social media splurging for me. Bentleys were exchanged. Little baby got over a million dollars in cash. Rappers were getting wrapped on and rained on all year, man. Animal Brown, what was it for you this year? I've got to go virtual performances. You've got to, um, bro, you got to give people props for pivoting to and adapting to the times instead of complaining about them. Uh, everything Zoom, if you had stock in Zoom before March, congratulations to you. You're, you're, you can probably retire now. Uh, people were on, you know, doing things digitally the entire year. It probably started with DJ uh, D-Nice uh, on his Instagram doing his thing. We, we went from tripping off 20,000 people to being in this shit to 50 to 100. And I've also got to throw verses in there under virtual performances as well. And then, like you said, what these award shows did, I was thoroughly impressed with what BET did with their, uh, with their video uh, awards years. and shit. That shit was crazy. Um, so I could salute. That, that could have easily went left. <laughs> like, verses could have easily been trash. BET awards could have easily been trash. But I give it to them, man. Virtual performances. People stepped their game up, got creative, 
And shout out to all those uh, podcasters and stuff too who transitioned to IG Live and did more content on there as well. So that, I'm including everybody in that. I know that's a cheat code, but virtual performances for me, man. What about you? Absolutely. And that was dope. For me, it was a social consciousness. Um, at some point or other previous points in history, the majority of hip hop, I would say that it's been cool to like, fuck that shit. It ain't got nothing to do with me. Uh, would be an answer that would fly. And I don't think that happens anymore. I think people are thoroughly and genuinely involved with what's going on. Uh, not They may be ignorant to some facts of it, but at least they're open to the communication and trying to find out. Seen a lot more of that from the artists this year in 2020, not even with just the songs or the social media posts, but just engaging in conversation and trying to find way to change things that they don't like. Uh, I was very impressed by some of the people that took time out of their careers to get on the front lines and, and to fight for change out there. That, that was the thing in 2020 for me. Hey, and I'm with you on that, man. Coming off the heels of George Floyd uh, and Countless, there, there was way too, this year was some slaw. There was way too yeah. many. Woke a lot of people up. Uh, Lil Baby had one of his biggest records off of it. You know what I'm saying? There was a lot of people making a lot of noise and bringing a lot of attention to movements that need to be brought attention to. So Triple salute to everybody with the social consciousness. I'm not mad at that. You can, it's hard to argue that for sure. Um, I had anything you want to leave in 2020? Was there anything that we saw like, okay, that's enough of that. Like, we good on that. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't have anything specifically. I just thought it'd be funny. The year in general. Oh, there you go. Just leave everything. Well, I, I guess just the pandemonium. I'm. I'm not a uh, a fan of chaos. Some people thrive in chaos. Yeah, I, I like structure and I like you know shit not being knowing what's going on, but you being able to navigate fairly uh, if you're able to think on your feet. And I just think with all the curveballs that came this year, it just like was a lot. And for all the people that got affected by them even more severely than either one of us, I mean, we had to stop recording in the studio. Uh, we were able, fortunate enough to pick up Zoom and have internet and all those good things. And a lot of people weren't as fortunate uh, to have those things. So yeah. I would like to leave all of the curveballs and the wildness of 2020 behind and look for a nice, structured, profitable 2021. I can't do nothing but respect that. Anything I leave in 2020 is just Trump. I just want him to go away. He just, he, <laughs> he just gets on my nerves. Um, yeah, like you got about another month. Yeah, I know that's some slaw. Uh, real quick, man, rest in peace, man. We lost a couple of rappers, unfortunately. Uh, Fifth War, Weeby, Fred, the Godson, Marlo, Huey, King Von, Mo Three, and of course Pop Smoke, among others. Um, those just some- recently, John Fletcher from the uh, rap group Houdini. Mm, yep. Died over the weekend. Yeah. So rest in peace. Thoughts and prayers to those people. Um, all the ones lost. Absolutely. We got some wins and some losses. Actually, we're closing the year out with nothing but W's. We, don't, we ain't doing no L's. Uh, got a W2 Big Sean. He got he snuck a W in before the end of the year, being named Creative Director of Innovation for my Detroit Pistons. Let's go. Yes. I, I like that. Y'all need the jolt in the arm. Hopefully, Big Sean won't let us down like he did me this year. We got the best branding in the NBA. Let's go. We're making plays. We signed Jello. You know what I'm saying? We this get Jake Cole. I ain't going to lie, though. This nigga's way flyer than, D- than Big Sean from Detroit. Like they, he need to get on his team, the creative team. We need some of them fly like Payroll and Peasy and those niggas. That ain't making no news. Hey, he going to have your Detroit basketball team coming out with the mink warm-ups, nigga. <laughs> they going to have the Cardi's on. Real Detroit shit, nigga. 
<laughs> I see you, Sean. Um, another W to Gucci Mane and wife Keisha Cure. They welcomed a brand new baby into the world. Mm-hmm. Name, wait for it, mm-hmm. Ice Davis. That's killer. I fuck with that. I'm not mad at that. If, if these the other celebrities naming they children Apple and Seven and all of that shit, yeah, that yeah, I, I fuck with Ice Davis. It's on that's, brand. That's, that's really a dope ass name. It's I ain't gonna lie. As far as weird celebrity names go, this is up there. That's hard. Ice Davis. Ice Davis. <laughs> it's on brand. I fuck with it. It is. I fuck with that. And uh, shout out to them. Beyonce sent Ice a Christmas gift. It was a little baby fork and spoon from Tiffany. Two hundred and fifty dollars. Two hundred and fifty dollars or thousand. Might have been two hundred. I think it was just two hundred fifty dollars. I didn't know anything. And Tiffany was two fifty. <laughs> really? I don't, I don't know. It maybe it. It maybe been two hundred fifty k for it. it. Said maybe it was a misprint I read, but she oh. sent them that gift. It said two fifty. Maybe I was reading it. I was reading it in broke eyes. Maybe mm-hmm. I seen the two fifty and assumed it was dollars. Yeah, that was okay. You read that in, in <laughs> civilian eyes. Clearly. Um, Ice Davis. That's hard. I ain't gonna lie. Um, Ice Davis, I fuck with. W two all the nonprofit work that rappers did this Christmas, man. I saw countless articles. Ti, um, Cardi, uh, Travis Scott, Trader Truth. Like a lot of people donated meals, donated toys, groceries. Like a lot, man. It was a whole lot this year, and I think twenty twenty needed that. Ended on a high note for Christmas, man. It's been a rough year for a lot of people. So if you, if you were able to do something nice for somebody, shout out to you too. Uh, but good Absolutely. looking for all the rappers, though, man. It was a whole lot of that this year, man. More than I, I, I normally would see. And shout out to them for and stepping that, up. Absolutely. Not even just the big artists that you named, like some of the smaller acts, some of the guys who are not necessarily mainstream or underground acts. I've seen a lot of those. I've seen a, a Grind Hard Drive, mm-hmm. Nashville. I've seen some guys down here with, with trouble. i just seen a lot of people who aren't necessarily mainstream or who you would think are like top guys that you would go to for this they they were getting it in too so shout out to like you said all the people doing that absolutely man one more w before we get out of here to weldon angelos he was a producer for snoop dogg he was just pardoned by your boy trump for serving 20 years for having three hundred thousand worth of weed no three hundred dollars worth of weed he got what yeah given a federal uh, it was a sting operation uh, in that sting operation in 2000, he was selling marijuana, $350 worth, which is about, depending on what type of weed it is, but if, if it's good weed, like almost a half a zip or something like that, about 14 grams of weed. I don't know what any of that him. means, but I'm, I'm with you. Well, they gave him 22 years for a sack of weed that ain't even that big. Wow. 22 years. Because they added a whole lot of other stuff on it. And then um, Obama did expedite his uh sentence before he left office which cut off some years and then trump pardoned this guy and he worked with snoop on um what's the name of it he worked with snoop on an album uh long beach is where they're from or some compilation with long beach artists or something like that wow so shout out to him for getting out man and one of the few things that trump has done that was dope and we do have one more w this one is just for mc8 What's the rapper name? What's my guy name? Who we were thinking about? Little. Ooh, who we talking about? The guy that bought his mom a house instead of buying. A oh, Richard Jack, Miller. Jack boy, Jack boy, Jack boy. The rapper Jack boy was looking at a Richard Millie online. The Richard Millie was about four hundred and thirty. Uh, that's normal price for the Richard Millie, and he decided over the holiday season to go with buying his mom a house before getting that Richard Millie watch. That was for you, MCA. Check out Jack Boy's IG. 
And now, listen, the fact that somebody named Jack Boy is in the market for Richard Milley goes to what we were saying earlier about rap money being completely different than it was when MCA was rapping. This might actually piss him off even more. Do you know, like, <laughs> I thought Jack Boy was one of Travis Scott homeboys. No, he's a, he, he's a rapper in Florida. Uh, he he kind of on, on that Kodak Black tree. Wow. And he bought a... Richard Milley. He was shopping for Richard Milley? That's nuts. I'm finna rap. Fuck it. My mixtape coming soon. Um, hey, man. On Decker of the Week, before we get out of here, brand new Patreon subscriber. Shout out to Derek D. from Columbia, South Carolina. Triple salute to you, sir. Enjoy the bonus content. Make sure you check out all the tiers. Thanks. To, to shout out to you guys for the comments on the um, on the Friday after next uh, that we did last week. That is also on Patreon. That is on the Realville Watch tier. So make sure y'all check it out, man. Good good bonus content going on over there on Patreon. Yeah, I got a lot of good feedback on that, man. That was pretty dope. Glad you guys liked that. Check more of those out. We'll do some more of those for you in Patreon, man. Absolutely, man. Uh, what you got to put me on, man? What do I have to put you on? Hip Hop Uncovered is a new series coming on FX. It's going to be premiering uh, in February when Snowfall comes out. It's going to be b- before Snowfall. And it's, the tagline is going to take you of uh, the people who run hip hop, how it is mass produced across the world and became one of the biggest genres. Claims it's going to start from the bottom and go all the way to the top and give you all the major players in the hip hop game. So that looks very interesting. FX. Um, with the original content has been doing a great job. They're marketing it around snowfall. Like, so you can check those two out. So it should be of the same vein. Uh, I can't wait to see that. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. I'll fuck with that. Um, you got to put us on. I'm mad. Cause I can't remember if I did this one already. I've been off too long, man. My bad. I've been moving around. Did I, I do empires of New York already? No. Okay, cool. Um, CNBC empires of New York. It's a, five-part series six-part series it examines the uh the rise of capitalism in new york through five major people who kind of uh got their start uh john Gotti, donald trump rudy giuliani uh the hemsworth and uh, it was one more uh guy whose name escapes me that made his money in stocks so it talks about reagan's uh policies and how they affected uh capitalism in the 80s specifically in new york and how those five people uh, kind of raised out of the ranks and became popular and famous. It's really, really dope, though. Like, you get a little bit of the mob shit in there with Gotti. You get a little bit of the stock shit with the one cat whose name escapes me. Then you get the real estate aspect Madoff? with Helmsworth. And, and Bernie Madoff? Huh? Is it Bernie Madoff? No, not him. Uh-uh. Uh, but it's, uh, and then you get the guy, Giuliani, who's trying to get all these people. He's going after all the white-collar criminals and shit. It's real dope. And it shows how Trump got to be who he was, man, it's super dope, man. I, I, I ain't gonna lie, cause he was a big shuck and I didn't know that. I didn't know, I didn't learn that until demand. I watched this. On demand? Yeah, tough. Did you know Trump was a shuck though? Did you know that? Yeah, you know he really got no money? Yeah. I don't yeah, know. It's, that. um. Now, and, and, and when I say, when I say I ain't got I no money, to, let's be clear, I'm <laughs> I listen to Joe Rogan oh, and, okay. uh, you know, they, he talks about everything in that three hour conversations that he had and it was this guy on there who was talking about how people with money from New York looked at Trump, like how they always have known he was a fraud and it yeah. wasn't really a, a national thing. People didn't know it nationwide Tough. until he started running for president. And um, this is how, I can't think of who it was on Rogan that was talking about it, but they were talking about he did this whole thing running for president to try to get validation from those people in New York who had money, who always looked at him as like 
a broke a broke boy. Man, dude, I had no idea. His whole real quick because this this is dope. His whole mm -hmm. shuck is he he hit on his first lick. He bought the rundown hotel right next to the the train station and turned it into an upscale hotel that worked. From there, mm -hmm. he bought a whole bunch of other shit: Marlago, um, Trump Plaza, and a couple of other things. See the shit in New Jersey. The, just, he bought like a little bullshit sports team, whatever. Mm -hmm. But he didn't have he didn't use his money for any of that. He borrowed all of that from the bank, so he didn't actually have the money to buy these things. He was just able to borrow it because he talked a big game, and he and the perception was that he had money. So that's when yep. you could get money and credit just off perception back then in the eighties if you were if you were famous. And so his businesses in the eighties lost over a billion dollars, bro. All of them combined yeah. lost over a billion. The nigga didn't, he don't he don't even own Trump Tower no more. He just licensed his name. He don't even own it, bro. It's wild, bro. I, I read. I was tripping. The book that made him real famous. He didn't even write it. The art of the deal. The yeah. art of the deal. Yeah, he didn't write uh -huh. that. Somebody else to do. He was trying to sue him and wrote it. Yeah, it's just like the, um, one of the biggest issues is because of how he was funding those projects. That most of the workers, the union workers, didn't get paid. So the contracts with the people who pour concrete for those buildings or the place to steal or to draw up the uh, architecture of it, those people didn't get paid because there was no funding for the shit. Yep. So he left a lot of contracts just pending and shit. That's why around New York, people that were real movers and shakers knew that behind it. And and because the banks were, were lending him hundreds of millions of dollars, they didn't have funding for certain neighborhoods, which is why they look yeah. the way they look now. Man, shit is crazy. That Empires of New York on CNBC. Y'all fuck with that. It's dope as fuck. Checking that out. That's, that's definitely something that I'll be into. And if you're looking for another TV show, man, if y'all ain't seen Top Boy, have you watched that yet? I know I've been gassing in the chat. Have yeah, you watched yeah, it? You've been gassing the hell out of it. Shout out to my boy Drake. I did not watch Top Boy yet, though. Fuck Drake. This ain't got shit to do with yeah, him. This his name is gangsta. on it. Let's get it. <laughs> this is real gangster shit. Drake ain't got nothing to do with this. <laughs> this lover boy shit. Don't try to tie Drake's name and turn people off. Y'all tune into this, man. Don't let Drake fool you. It's not lover boy shit. This top boy is real gangster shit. You're gonna love it. All three seasons. Five stars, two thumbs up. Some of the best shit I've seen on TV this year. That's Easy. Hey, man, y'all let us know what y'all plans are for New Year's. You got any New Year's plans? Nah, I mean, the girl's just going to go get some dinner and come back and pull the old head. I watch the ball. Hopefully, I can watch the ball drop from the house or the hotel rooms. What you got? Yeah, hopefully, I can watch it if I don't fall asleep first. Uh, yeah, hopefully, I'll be knocked out by it. Yeah, exactly. I ain't doing a goddamn thing. We'll probably grab something to eat, I'm man. I might. Good. Just let 2020 go out. Just yeah. let me wake up with a nice, great new year, man. I might use this as an excuse to get fresh and go out and grab something to eat just to come back home before I sleep. Um, you may go to um, a sushi spot that we go to, eat sushi. We think we're going to grab some food there if you want to join us, though. Uh, we fuck with sushi, too. Pretty, pretty fly sushi spot downtown. Yeah, I'll go down there and tear it down. You ain't talking about nothing. Yep, and they COVID-friendly, uh, too. So I can make sure that... I don't want to be COVID-friendly. I want them to be... <laughs> COVID, COVID strict. COVID strict. <laughs> hey. Uh, hey, man, y'all be safe out here for New Year's, man. Don't do nothing silly. Uh, we want to see everybody uh, on the other side of 2021 when we come back. Uh, appreciate y'all for rocking with us, man. Patreon.com slash Realville. Make sure y'all go subscribe. Check out the bonus content. Sports shit, hip-hop shit, fashion shit. It's all on there. YouTube.com slash Realville too, man. Road to a 1,000. Anything else before we get out of here? 
have a happy new year, man. Much success to all the listeners. Much success to all the supporters. We look forward to seeing you on the other side. As Animal Brown said, and we look forward to meeting you at the top as well. Like I said, much success to all you guys. And we out. Yep.